Are you ready? The Coaches Collaboration Podcast presents Take Note Tuesday. Note Tuesday. Oh, I'm Tuesday. sorry. You don't have a lot of time? No problem. Each week, we'll pick a topic and drop some knowledge in a short, concise mini-episode. Take Note Tuesday is a production of the Coaches Collaboration Podcast. Hosted by Cole Warren of Salutum Health and Performance. Josh Pearson of The Complete Athlete. Produced by Brooke Stevens. Ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to start up. Let's go! Tell me how to be a basic bitch like you, Cole. Te- teach me how to handle. Te- te- teach me how to handle. Yeah, teach me how to handle that meat. It's actually more like teach me how to KG. <laughs> teach sorry. me about that meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me, Cole, when it's a busy weekend and you're trying to find a couple moments to really get your head straight, how do you handle your meat? Up and down and all around. I mean, is it something that you collaborate with others on, or okay. is it something that you feel comfortable handling your meat yourself? Well, I mean. If there's any volunteers, <laughs> all I right. mean, because I don't know all about you, you men out there. I don't know about you, volunteers? but I feel very self-conscious if I'm the only one handling my meat. Ugh. The only shitty thing about I thought we weren't lifting. talking about your vagina anymore. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, the only difficult I'm talking thing about meat with two e's, you weirdos. Yeah, yeah sure. right. That's the tough thing about powerlifting and weightlifting, weightlifters and powerlifters handling meat. Mm. Their hands are always calloused up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? They got them rough. rough, them rough paws. So you just work with just the tip. <laughs> That's what it sounds like right there. All right, people. Wow, is somebody, uh, I think someone's sanding an armoire in the other room. No, that's just Josh getting one off. Yeah, Jesus. So, Gross. take, take, <laughs> that's it. take note Tuesday. TNT. This one is very relevant. It is. We have two, well... Josh is doing a meet, and mm. then there's also a meet locally here to us that we have some people close to us that are doing. So we are going to discuss how, how to, to be, handle that meat. How to be a meat handler, aka meat day coach, aka yeah. AKA, Do you know what's funny? On my yeah. notes here, I literally <laughs> I spelled it M E A T. Sure you did. I didn't even realize it till right. Nice now. handling that meat. What's what's on your mind, Cole? I guess it's meat, man. Yeah, so tell me so I don't screw up. How do I do this? So the biggest thing about handling someone on their meet day is you want to make it so that the lifter there, all they have to do is focus on lifting. Mm -hmm. So as a meet day coach, as a friend that's helping them, helping their friend at a meet, that's what you need to think about is I need, you need to do everything you can so that the athlete there can focus solely on lifting weights, mm-hmm. being focused, relaxing, eating, whatever they need to do to perform the best they possibly can on that day. Literally the biggest help, and I mean, calling numbers and stuff, all that aside, the biggest help is communicating with them so that they can like keep their headphones on or whatever. And just like saying, hey, the first flight is going, you should maybe start moving around a little bit, mm-hmm. start rolling out start doing all that stuff and also so being their communicator with the outside world and then literally loading weights if you're lifting you should not have to load your bar right you should have people there to load your bar because think i mean it's all energy so you want to spend the least amount of energy possible Mm -hmm. so as a meet day handler you are communicating to the athlete what they need to know and you are also Loading their bar yeah. in the warm up and room. anything they need if they anything they need yeah. they food, need water water food. Yep. everything and that's what you need to as a handler you need to 
explain that to the athlete too because sometimes they'll be like well i don't want to bug so and so mm-hmm. about this be like no i'm literally here for you let me know anything you need right like, i don't even care. get like, it done yeah exactly mm-hmm. you're the you're the errand boy right the nicest thing about it too is the meat is so close that let's say he forgets something at home right i can go and get it do you know what i do so as a coach every time i go to a meet I bring my stuff just in case, just in case yeah. either the person I'm there with or anyone else in the meet needs wrist wraps, right. needs a belt, needs a singlet, needs deadlift socks. I have it mm-hmm. so that I can be that person yeah, who can yeah. borrow it to them. Yeah. And my thought was with this guy, Luke, I, I want to see his bag the day before. Yeah. Just so I can run through it and be like, okay, you do have all of this right. shit. Because you need another pair of eyes because especially if you're the lifter, you've gone through the list so many times that you could totally have forgotten about right. something and not even realized it. So, so if you have someone else look over it, I have a list in my notes on my phone mm-hmm. all the time of a checklist of stuff that I need in my bag. For what are day. some of those things? So other than a belt, do you recommend extra socks an extra shirt, anything like that? Or So obviously you need singlet, mm-hmm. belt. You need underwear in your singlet if you're Listen, USA, I'm getting right? there. Oh, okay. All right. There. All right. Damn. Let me fucking, Jesus, give me some fucking air over here. You two are like fighting siblings and I love God it so much. It. By the way, I'm also taking notes. Keep going. My, my meat's in a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you need singlet, belt, mm-hmm. shoes for each lift. So if you use certain squat shoes, certain shoes when you bench, certain shoes you can deadlift, you need all those shoes. You need socks, deadlift socks. And basically, right there are your essentials. Mm-hmm. First, you want to look at what do I need to what I need to literally compete. Those are the things you need to compete. You need a singlet. You actually don't need belter wraps, but you need belter wraps. Right. You need <clears throat> knee sleeves too. I forgot about that. See, even I forgot about yeah. shit. And then you need shoes and socks. So those are kind of your essentials. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I always bring stuff that I need to warm up. So that might be not be stuff that you think about either. So if there's like a resistance band at the gym mm-hmm. that you use all the time, you still, if you use that to warm up, you need a resistance band. Right. And if you don't have one personally, then I don't know, borrow some or steal it from the gym for the weekend or right. whatever. I'm not condoning anything, but do what you got to do. Um, and then, so like foam roller, resistance band, um, and then you get into kind of more into like food, mm-hmm. pre-workout, water, electrolytes, all that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it go, it's a big list here. Right. It's a really big list. And you need to start thinking about this stuff weeks, days, I mean, ahead of time mm-hmm. so that you're not fucking struggling on the meet day morning where you're telling this handler, hey, I forgot this, 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 and this, because you're kind of setting them up to fail at that point. Mm -hmm. As a lifter, you have a responsibility to have your own shit together. So So I want to touch base on pre-workout. Yeah. So especially in powerlifting, those meets can be a long time. Yeah, so I have an interesting opinion on this. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, so for me, I don't take any pre-workout before squats. Okay. One, so there's a couple reasons for that. One is... After my weigh-ins, I am consuming like the most amount of electrolytes that I possibly can. And if 
like that's if I take pre-workout, that's going to kind of take away from that, mm-hmm. or it's going to add more liquid into my stomach because of and your make, water cut, right? Yeah. And it's going to make me feel uncomfortable yep. or make my belt feel weird or make me feel bloated or whatever. Another reason is if you're not fucking hyped to squat that first meet of the or the first movement of the meet, then you shouldn't even fucking be there, right? Like if you're not hyped to do that first thing and do this meet that you've been training for for thirteen or however many long we however many weeks, then uh, then you got an issue, mm-hmm. right? So for me, I don't take any pre workout before squats because I don't need any. Mm-hmm. And then so after squats and before bench because squats and deadlift, if you eat before, your stomach can kind of get upset while you're right. doing it, right? Bench not so much. So after squats and before bench, that's your opportunity to get your food in and your energy in for the rest of the meat. Okay. So that's when you're going to have your kind of bigger meal Mm -hmm. and have a little bit of pre-workout if you need it. Mm -hmm. So I'll take like half a scoop or or maybe just like a monster or something just to get some caffeine in me and also eat my bigger meal. So then after bench, if depending how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling really run down and stuff, then I'll really fucking Mm -hmm. take some pre-workout but if i'm also feeling good because in minnesota a lot of the meats run really really quick Mm -hmm. so you might even not even have there's sometimes people forget to have a pre-workout before deadlifts because they're just moving Mm -hmm. you know but i always take my pre-workout like double scoop before deadlifts just because you gotta get last effort straight to the dome too yeah that's how i'm gonna be for my clean and jerk yeah snatch i'll be fine clean and jerk let's fucking go right so also so back to being the meat handler. The meat handler, right? So one, you're there to be kind of that person's resource, like we mm-hmm. talked about. And then you have to be, depending on what you're, what the person there needs, a lot of times you're going to help them call numbers. Mm-hmm. So if you are not a coach of that person, if you're just there that day, you need to discuss with them beforehand what their plan is for their attempts. Mm-hmm. And for... so. For attempts, what I would recommend is have your openers. Those are kind of set in stone. Mm-hmm. And even mostly your second attempts are pretty much set in stone too, right? So have those all set out. And then for your third attempts, you need to be like, hey, if it goes good, I want this. If it's a little slower than we would like, I want this. But don't tell me. Yeah. Well, some people want to know. Some oh, okay. people don't. Okay. So like... And you need to be, again, you're that communicator, right? So as a handler, you're going to be the person talking to the desk, talking to the table, putting in the numbers. Mm -hmm. Just another thing that the lifter doesn't have to worry about. They walk off the platform. They say, hey, that felt good. Let's go here. And you're like, okay, boom, run to the table, put in their attempt. And one thing I'll recommend is if you're a handler, you should always have, so one, have their attempts with you. Also have a conversion chart from pounds to kilos. And they'll have one at the table too, but you should have your own just so you know what you're like beforehand. You can look at it and see what you're going to do. So you're going to have to go in, you're going to have to put your attempt in, in kilos. So double, triple check that that's the attempt that the lifter wanted, put it into kilos and you say it to them. They will say it back to you just to confirm. And then it's in. Yeah. 200 kilos. Yep. Right. Right. So, and then, I mean, that's, pretty much it. The biggest thing is you got to be there for support. Mm -hmm. You got to be there to, again, get them anything you need or they need and got to put them numbers in for them. Mm. You, like I said, 
you need to do anything that you can to take the most responsibility off the lifter as possible. So for one, the lifter should trust you. Mm -hmm. And if not, you got to tell them, hey, I'm not trying to fuck you here. Right. I want you to do the best you possibly can. Yeah. So just let me do it. Right, you know? right, right, right. Go sit down, freaking put your headphones on. Mm -hmm. I got it. Just chill. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke is, I've had to tell her that a couple times. Mm -hmm. He literally has told me, take your ass over there and stand in the corner and don't talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, because especially if you're, if you've never been with that person in that environment, you don't know how nervous they get. You right. don't know how, you know what I mean? You don't know how they respond in that competitive environment. So, but yeah. Do you have any questions, sir? Because you're about oh, to be I'm a sure meat handler. Oh, for sure. I, I'm sure I will. Yeah. I think you'll be at that meet too. I will be. Not that I want to pull you. You might have to show me how to adjust the benches though. <clears throat> that's a good, yeah. That's you know what good, I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how to adjust the, the competition bench, the competition right. squat racks. I'll tell people it's my first meet as a handler too. So other people can help me mm -hmm. too. Um, because so, that's what I'm worried about is, fuck, I don't know how to do the bench. And right. now we're struggling and we're losing time and he's getting stressed. And that's one thing too. So it all depends on the meat. Yeah. Sometimes in the warm-up room, they will have competition racks. Sometimes they won't. Mm. So, so, and that's one thing that I always do. Do we have to register their arm length or so we know where their bench needs to be on the platform? Yes. Yeah, so okay. what happens is... Either the night before, because mm -hmm. they have to do an equipment check. Okay. So they either they either do it the night before or the morning of before weighings. Mm -hmm. They have to do an equipment check. After the equipment check, they have to go do their rack heights. Mm -hmm. So that's when they figure out, they go out to the rack on the platform and figure out what height they need them to be. And then you put that into the system. Okay. And then so that when it comes up, they can automatically adjust it to what that lifter needs. So, and also um, going back to the warm up room. Mm -hmm. What I always do when I get, I always get to the meets early as a coach. I always get there early. For sure. You have to stake a claim. You have to find a spot where you and your lifters are at, where they put all their stuff so you guys aren't spread all the way up, mm -hmm. all over the place. You either find a corner or a rack or something that you stake your claim. This is where we're at. And also, you want to find the best bar there. Mm. So if it's like a powerlifting meet, and you know the bar out on the platform is an Ohio Power Bar. Get if one. they have an Ohio Power Bar in the warm-up room, you want to find that Ohio Power Bar, grab it, claim it. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you're going to have to share, but as long as you have it where your lifters are going to be warming up, that's one less thing that's going to be different from them going from the warm-up room to the platform. Right, yeah. And also, it's nice, and especially as you're going to these meets more often, especially local meets, it's the same people there all the time. Right. So... It gets easier when you're working with other coaches and stuff too because one coach will load one side for your lifter, the other coach will load the other side. You guys kind of start working together. But stake your claim, find a spot, claim a bar, and kind of have your little home there in the mm -hmm. warm-up room so that that's kind of your base. So that's a huge one too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely I, I can't remember when he needs to be there. But I will be there when he needs to be there. Yeah. For sure. Yep. That way, I mean, and even before his weigh-in, I'm yeah. going to be back in that room. And, and you're the same. That's the, you're, the same goes for that, too. If it's right. before weigh-ins and he's like, shoot, I didn't grab any Gatorade yeah. or I didn't grab any whatever. It's like, okay, I'll run to the gas station yeah. quick and grab whatever you need. Yeah, you'll yep. be fine without me for two seconds. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I already told him, I'm there for you 
all day yep. if yep. you need me. So yeah. don't even worry about it. Don't stress about my life. Exactly. I'm there for you that day. That's exactly yeah. the attitude you need to have. Mm -hmm. And that's you and you communicating that with him is huge too. Oh, so a sigh of relief in him yeah. so much. He yeah. was like, holy shit. I said, I'll be there at seven in the morning if you need right. me for something. Yep. You know? Yep. So that's the important thing is is because some people get intimidated like handling people at a meet, but it's really the toughest part is, I mean, obviously calling numbers, mm -hmm. but as long as you communicate with the person you're there with, right. be honest with them. Cause if they think something moved faster than it right. did, or, or maybe you need to take a video while you're mm -hmm. watching it too, just so you can give them instant feedback here. That's, this is how it looked. Right. Cause another thing is you only have 60 seconds. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So in weightlifting, we have 30, right? We have 30 so you gotta seconds. Be, so you have for powerlifting 60 seconds from the completion of the lift to get your next attempt in and yep. for weightlifting 30. 30. Yeah. So Courtney's going to be sprinting to that table yeah. and quickly jotting it down. And I mean, we've already figured out with like our sheets, we're going to have a certain colored highlighter in the corner so yep. she can spot it and just yep. write it down. Yep. And systems like that work really good. Like mm -hmm. for me, I have a meet day sheet that I use for all my athletes and like on the attempt selector, it has openers. And then has second attempt A, second attempt B. So if second, if the opener looked really good, all right, we're going A. Mm -hmm. if the opener looked a little slower than we wanted, we're going B. Mm -hmm. Same thing for third attempts, third attempt and A. And then you can just transfer B. exactly. Yeah. So and I have it in pounds and kilos mm -hmm. on my sheet. Yeah. So that I don't even like I don't need any conversion charts. Right. The only time I would I need to look at that is if maybe I want to take a jump that I didn't have on the mm -hmm. sheet for whatever reason. Right. But. If you do all that stuff beforehand, and, yeah, it takes away so much stress. Yeah. Where because, and they'll be able to. So Luke would be able to feel my stress if he knows exactly. I'm getting stressed out. And exactly. yeah, he and I are going to definitely have all of this figured out, A, B, and even a C if we have yes. to. And it's just there. Yep, and that's a, that's a really good point too. Mm -hmm. Is as a as a meat handler, you need to be that calm, mm -hmm. collected person there to support them. Mm -hmm. Not even only not only running errands for them, but being there emotionally for them mm -hmm. and letting them know like even like the one thing that always happens is like, hey, if squats go bad, I always tell someone like, hey, squats are done. We got mm -hmm. a bench. Yeah. Short term memory. Now right. you gotta focus on something else. There's no time to fucking sit here and wallow. No, exactly. You gotta we got shit to do. Exactly. You mm -hmm. gotta eat. You gotta focus in on bench. You gotta focus mm -hmm. on what you're gonna do to be successful in this next lift. Mm -hmm. You gotta forget about that because it doesn't matter now. You can't do anything right. about it. Exactly. Don't look, don't think about that. Yeah. Don't let that affect the rest of your meat. And he and I have already talked about it weeks ago where it's even if you miss your third attempt, who gives a goddamn? We're moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We and I've already prefaced that on everything. Yeah. So what? We've got six other lifts to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yes, hopefully uh, you guys got some takeaways from that there. Not only being a lifter at the meet, but also being a meat handler, because there's there's a lot of lifters out there who don't necessarily have coaches or they have coaches that live on the other side of the country. Right. So they need people there to help them during right. the meet. And if because, you're going into a meet and you don't have a coach and you need to ask somebody that day, yeah. you better have that sheet prepared for right. have them. Have everything figured out. <laughs> yep. And then just have someone there that's, that can help you with the little stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you're listening to this and you have a meet weeks, months ahead, try to do that all that work beforehand mm -hmm. so you have someone there that you, that can, you can depend on to right. kind of just be that support for you. Mm -hmm. Techno Tuesday will drop every Tuesday. Obviously. What do you mean you haven't subscribed yet? What the hell are you waiting for? Techno Tuesday is a production of the Coaches Collaboration Podcast. Next episode drops Thursday.